One of the most controversial scriptures in the Bible is from Ephesians 5, where wives are told to submit to their husbands. Women have struggled with this concept, even though it's not meant to diminish a woman's value. However, what if a husband seems unworthy of submission in certain cases? We'll look at biblical examples of this on the next Family Matters. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Graham Schnell for Family Matters, where we offer practical advice from Focus on the Family. A wife wrote to us with this great question. She asked, Is it ever appropriate for a woman to question her husband's judgment or to oppose his decisions when she believes he's in the wrong? If so, how does this fit in with Ephesians 5.22, where Paul says, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. Are there any biblical examples of wives who took this kind of stance? Well, Abigail comes immediately to mind. She was married to a rich but foolish businessman named Nabal. Unfortunately, her husband didn't share her capacity for wisdom and virtue. When David and his men were hiding from King Saul in the wilderness, they protected Nabal's sheep shearers and treated them kindly. Not unreasonably, they sent a message to Nabal requesting food and water in return for their services. Nabal rudely refused. Enraged, David was ready to respond with violence. But Abigail saved the day by taking matters into her own hands. She countermanded her husband's orders and sent an extremely generous amount of food and drink to David's camp. Perhaps even more significantly, she did not tell her husband Nabal what she was doing. Ten days later, the Lord struck Nabal so that he died, and Abigail became David's wife. The writer leaves readers to draw their own conclusions. See 1 Samuel 25. Another good example is Queen Esther. Her husband, the king of Persia, wasn't guilty of any personal animosity towards God's people, but he was dangerously misled by the wicked nobleman Haman. Working by deceitful means, Haman persuaded the king to issue a proclamation declaring that all Jews in the Persian Empire should be put to death on a certain day. If Esther, herself a Jewess, had not risked her life by entering the royal presence uninvited and exposing Haman's scheme, this degree would have been put into effect. The results would have been disastrous. Esther's courage proves that devotion to God was her first priority. Meanwhile, Scripture also provides us with compelling pictures of a couple of women who should have spoken up against their husband's ill-conceived plans, but failed to do so. Consider the wife of Achan. Achan was an Israelite serving in Joshua's army. Contrary to God's express command, he held on to some loot he had taken from the sack of Jericho and buried it secretly in his tent. His whole family, including his wife, must have witnessed this treacherous and selfish act. Unfortunately, Not one of them had the courage to contradict him or call him to account. The result? The entire household suffered the terrible penalty of Achan's disobedience. They were all put to death by stoning. You can see that in Joshua 7. The New Testament relates a similar incident. The book of Acts tells us that Ananias, a member of the early church in Jerusalem, sold a piece of property and kept back part of the proceeds for himself. That in itself wouldn't have been a problem but he pretended to be donating the entire amount to the church. We are told that his wife, Sapphira, was aware of what he was doing. Why did Sapphira choose to keep her mouth shut? Was she greedy and selfish like her husband? Or was she merely trying to be a good, submissive Christian wife? We don't know. What we do know is that both Ananias and Sapphira were severely judged for having attempted to lie to the Holy Spirit. You can see that in Acts 5. What's the moral of these stories? We'd say a woman who genuinely cares about her marriage, her family, her community, her life, and her walk with the Lord 
does not necessarily submit mindlessly to every decision her husband makes. Her responsibility before God has to be her primary consideration in every circumstance. If you found this program helpful, you may enjoy some of the articles available online. Log on to safamily.co.za to find hundreds of articles as well as phenomenal resources dealing with a host of topics. This program was produced by Focus on the Family. I'm Graham Schnell, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Family Matters. Thank you.